0: and they have done just that. Retired confidently. If you're willing to go with me, I can tell you how. It's story time. Let's go. Hello, my friends. It's good to be with you today. Thanks for listening. I have another real-life True Blue retirement and investment story for you today. As I record this, the investment markets are—they're struggling. They're—they're they're down uh, year to date. There's quite a bit of tension and concern in the investment markets, and so that's that's the world that, w- that we live in. In addition to helping line out all the other aspects of retirement, the investment and the retirement accounts piece is, is an important part of that, and so we definitely feel that and for those clients that, that work with us we, we we carry at least a portion if not the bulk of that burden for them. So this is is something that's on my mind and I wanted to tell you a retirement story. And in fact, I'm going to tell you several of them. Let me just cut right to the chase of this. One of the things that helps me keep my head in the game, helps me keep control of my thoughts To make sure that I get the end result that I want are some statistics that I'm going to share with you right now. If you look at the S&P 500, right now, probably the most prevalent of the United States stock indexes. Uh, We used to look at the Dow a lot. I remember hearing about that growing up you could make a case that the nasdaq is now just as important as the s&p 500 but the s&p 500 is still probably the most recognized and certainly one of the indicators that folks will will look at to see to see what they feel like the market is doing the reality is there are multiple different markets and to say what's the market doing the the, the honest answer to that is, well, which market? Are we talking about long-term bond market? Are we talking about the 500 biggest U.S. stocks? Okay, let's look at the S&P 500. Or are we talking about uh, mid-cap stocks? Okay, well, then we should probably look at a different market, a different index. But in this case, S&P 500 is quite widely known. So let me just share some statistics with you because this is real life. This is the actual investment experience that people at different times and at different stages have had to live through. The S&P 500, if you go back to 1928, so we're taking a really, really, really long-term perspective. I'm going to shorten it up just starting in the 80s here in a second, but let's start really broad and long-term. The S&P 500 has returned 10% since 1928, but the average drawdown or the negative performance That happens in the middle of any given year. So we're just looking at the calendar year and saying, okay, if on average during a calendar year, the S&P 500 has been able to grow by 10%, then what does that look like in real life? The reality is that the average, they call it an intra-year drawdown has been 16.3%. That means that an index that has on average returned 10%, you had to go through an average negative at some point during that year of 16.3%. That's powerful. That's You could say that's fascinating, but the reality is when you're living in that and when this is a component of your portfolio and has pretty broad reaching impact in other parts of the economy and and as well as other parts of your portfolio, you could say that's fascinating, but really that's probably fair to say that that could be difficult. That could be draining. I think part of it is that During those times during the year when you're going through these average drawdowns, it's very difficult to know, is the S&P 500 down 16% and then something's going to trigger it to drop even farther? And so then we get into our 2000-2001 drawdown or our 2008, a little bit of 2009 drawdown where we got into the 20s and 30s and even the, and the 40% drawdown, depending on which kind of the timing in the, in the markets that you're, that you're looking at there. So it's very, very difficult. It's very, very tricky emotionally to, to address that, geez, we're, we're in a drawdown right now. Accounts are down, investments are down, portfolios are down, to pause for a second and say, okay, this is actually interesting that, that this is how the markets work. This is the average drawdown that we go through, and it's an average, of course, and so this year might be lower than that. Other years are certainly going to be a less drawdown than that, but on average, this is what getting a great return over a long period of time equates to, and when I say a long period of time, some people think, oh, that's because I have a bunch of years until I retire. And that's appropriate. That's applicable. But also, when I say over a long period of time, most folks are going to retire and then hopefully they and their their loved one, their spouse, hopefully they're going to be in retirement for 20, 25, 35 years in retirement. So even even in retirement, you still have to have this long-term perspective, especially because historically, I- investing in uh, growth components have been some of the best ways to really combat inflation. And right now, we're definitely seeing inflation. I talked about that I- in my book. The Fed told us, why well, uh, inflation's going to run hotter. And so now let me make this next point, that we know we have the annualized return, which is positive. We know that in the middle or some point during any given year, the average drawdown is 16%. But in order for that to work out, that even in the really bad years, the end result of the index is better. It technically could be equal to if the worst day was December 31st, but So far in the history of it, that's never happened. So the end result of the investment markets, in this case, we're talking about the S&P 500, the end result of the market is always better, could be equal to, but so far, it's always been better than the worst point in the year. Like That math is obvious. We can tell that from the math, but it's actual, the mental recognition of that to say, at any given time in the history of, of investing, that at the worst moment during the year, it's always gotten better. Now, maybe it doesn't get all the way positive, but let me give you a few examples. So for these, I want to jump forward just a little bit. So we're looking at fr- from like 1980 on, just because that's going to be applicable. Everybody, or at least the vast majority of folks listening to this call have been in the markets in, in one way or another in 19. 19- Eighty. I was, I was, I was in the markets in the eighties because my mom taught me about mutual funds, and I got giddy over the fact that I could be an owner. What my putting in what when I I got, got my paycheck from my grandpa for digging uh, post holes or for cleaning ditch that I could put some of that and be an owner in all these big companies. I was, I was just ecstatic about the idea, so I became a mutual fund owner back in the eighties. So. Let's let's just look at a couple. Let's look at let's look at 1990 for instance. The S&P 500 at one point during the year it was negative 20%. It ended the year at negative 7. So that helps me keep my head in the game. That helps me know that even when markets are down because in this case with clients portfolios and probably with your portfolio you're not 100% in the SP 500, especially if you have my book and you've read, even just read the last four chapters of it, you get some great strategies about diversification and how to utilize components of the SP 500 to mitigate some of the risk, but still participate in as much or potentially even more of the return. And then the same thing with the broad diversified 712. I go into depth in that book. If you've read and implemented even a portion of that, then you're not 100% in the SP 500 but as an overall perspective at some point during 1990 that investment portfolio was negative maybe you maybe you didn't go all the way to negative 20% because we had some of these diversification pieces or maybe we had some uh, strategic strategies in there to to make adjustments like like we can uh, adjust the 712 portfolio like we, we do in our practice but you were still negative probably a decent percentage but there's a tremendous amount of confidence that comes from knowing that by the end of the year, that worst point, I've always recovered something from them. And you could say like, well, what if the worst point is, uh, you know, is um, December 31st? Well, then you'd say, well, okay, then the next year, I've got a lot of statistics and a lot of history and, and a lot of odds of success on my side to know that this is going to work out. And I just think that this is just a super, super important concept because when you find yourself going to this, to this place, that's very normal. I think it's natural. I think I feel all those those emotions. Some I might feel them more than you just because I'm living in this day to day. But um I have no doubt that you guys as, as I've talked with folks over thousands of retirement planning conversations, it's like, no, this is real. Like this this is our funds, this is our security, and we, we feel this. And so in the end analysis, it's the retirement planning result that matters. And in this case, by keeping our head in the game, using good strategies, and then staying with those strategies, then we put the odds of success in our favor. So let me give you a couple more here. So when you look at that 2001 scenario, that was rough. S&P was down 30% at its lowest point during the year that the return for that year was negative 13 so and that's rough like that's really rough that's i mean it's rough right now and maybe it gets rougher there are uh, concerns that i have between I- inflation and some of the uh political issues that are happening around the globe but if you're down 30% to be down 13% at the end of the year That's super, super encouraging. And so what's probably even more fascinating than that is when you look at a year like 2010. 2010, you were negative 16% at your intra-year low. And you ended the year positive 13%. It happened again a couple of years later. You were negative 10% and you ended the year positive 13%. That's a huge, huge deal. The next year after that one, you were down negative 6% at one point during the year. What if you had looked at that and said, geez, it was negative 16%, but I ended up 13%. So that was pretty good. But then it was negative 19% and I barely broke even. I had a 0% year that year. I was negative 10%, but then I, I broke, but actually ended up positive at 13%. And so then the next year you went down negative 6%, and you thought, oh, all right, this is, this is wearing me out. I'm going to stop. Well, that year ended up positive 30%. That's powerful, powerful knowledge that I just wanted to share with you to help you keep your head in the game and in the right space. And that is truly part of a real life, a true blue, real person, retirement planning story, and having those strategies and sticking with them. That doesn't have to be pretty. We don't have to avoid all the messes and, and every negative. Uh, we just need to stick with the plan and actually going through those, those, those messes together. That's winning. That's winning long term. Thanks for joining me. Hey, folks, one last thing. If you have not checked out the Retire Confidently program recently, you really need to. We have drastically changed the cost associated with that program. So to go to teltonhall.com forward slash program and then click sign up and then put in the discount code podcast, podcast, all caps, you are going to be blown away at the price that you'll pay for what a program that could massively change your retirement outlook your confidence towards your retirement and make thousands ten thousands even hundreds of thousands of dollars of difference in your retirement don't miss this take advantage of it right now teltonhall.com forward slash program click sign up use the discount code podcast in all caps and for the price of, I mean, the less than a pair of basketball shoes, less than a really nice dinner out, you can get access to a program where we've seriously tried to give you every tip, every trick, every piece of education, every strategy that we can to turn any angst you have about retirement into confidence towards your retirement. Check it out. Teltonhall.com forward slash program. I am super excited for you. Your future retired self is ecstatic for you.